Welcome to Podcast 8 of the Modular Nutrition and Wellness Podcast. So today we're going to talk about fats, just kind of follow up to what we talked about last time, which was proteins. So let's get a little bit of detail about this. So fats, from a chemical point of view, they're pretty much just long chain hydrocarbons with uh, with acid or carboxylic acid ends. All right. And when we say long, they can be a short, they can be short, five, six carbon, and they can be very long, 16, 20 carbon long. All right. Now there are different types of fat. You know, you may see them on the back of your uh, nutritional labels for some things that you eat. So you see saturated fats. So what saturated fats are, they're fats or long chain hydrocarbon acids that have no double bonds within the chain. And the saturation terms come from being saturated with hydrogen. And one thing in particular about saturated fats is that because they don't have the double bonds and sterically they can stack themselves in a very tightly packed arrangement. And so what that means is that at room temperature they can solidify quite easily. So these are the fats you see that, again, at room temperature, they're solids, all right? Next, we have our unsaturated fats. So these are fats that have one or more double bonds, sometimes triple bonds, somewhere down um, the carbon chain. And saturated fats can be split up into your poly and your monounsaturated fats, with mono meaning one, one double bond, triple or triple bond. Uh, poly, meaning more than one, can have, you know, two, four, six, uh, triple double bonds within the chain. And when you add these double bonds it allows them to be broken down much easier than their saturated counterparts all right we're not gonna get to the chemistry dynamics all that type of stuff but we just want to make sure we get an overview of your different fats another one you have is your trans fats so your trans fats are probably or by far and i'm pretty sure are the worst mainly because they're much harder to break down than the saturated unsaturated counterparts. Also, tr- consumptions of lots of trans fats have shown to increase cardiovascular diseases. Um, they've even seen it uh, increase acne. Um, obviously, we see it a lot in obesity and etc. So, uh, these are the three major fats that you see on the back of your, you know, whatever you're eating. All right, and so. Uh, to kind of get back into a little bit of chemistry, when we talk about fatty acids, uh, so fats are a combination of fatty acids and glycerols. So a glycerol is typically a carbon chain and it's typically terminated by um, OH or alcohol groups, all right? And in this case, and for fatty acids, you'll typically see the term triglyceride. And what that means is a triester of glycerol. So you have a glycerol molecule that has three of those OH ends, and they combine with the acid end of the acid of the fatty acid. And now you they combine it to pretty much one huge molecule. And so the triglyceride is pretty much three fat molecules combined together through acidification. Alright, so those, again, they're very big molecules, and you'll see triglycerides, you know, um, thrown out there, especially when you talk about different health screens with your doctor. 
Uh, another thing I, w I didn't mention, let's get into this. You also have essential fatty acids, excuse me. So if you've seen ALA, so alpha uh, linoleic acid, that is omega-3, and then linoleic acid, which is omega-6, those are essential fatty acids. They're actually healthy for you. And you see, I've seen omega-3, 6, 9, 11, all types of stuff, but 3, 6, and 9 are the ones you see the most, but 3 and 6 probably being the most common. Um, so now all one of the things we want to get to in this talk is that not all fats are bad. All right. So I just gave you two essential fatty acids that are definitely going to be healthy for you. Another note I have here is that most animal fats are saturated fats, where most plant, uh, most plants and fish are typically unsaturated. Um, so you see, I'm not going to say it's a reason why behind why people say no red meat or uh, no meat, but um, just keep that in mind that even let's say you have a piece of beef and fish and they may have the same amount of fat but i'm pretty sure you'll see a difference in that saturated unsaturated fat also fish typically has your essential fatty acids as well so people talk about fish oil salmon oil they typically have those omega-3 6 and 9s all right so just a little background about fats let's really get into some of the purposes of fat so Fats serve as a major energy source for the body, and they're typically stored in excess of, um, for when the body needs it immediately. So to give you a good way to see this, um, I don't know if I mentioned in pa past podcasts, so when you look at your three macro macros, fat, protein, carbs, protein and carbs only have uh, four calories per gram, but fat has nine calories per gram, and calories are a measurement of energy. So kind of look at it as energy density. So I can get more energy from one gram of fat than I can one gram of uh, carbs or protein, which will make sense as to why the body would store that because, you know, it's highly unlikely that someone will go into starvation, but uh, someone that has a high fat content, the body can actually utilize that fat. I think one thing that I've seen or I've heard, uh, especially in the military, when you do uh, very long runs or very long conditioning hikes, right? You don't want to be, I don't want to say you don't want to be lean, but what they say is you, you really want to keep a little bit of fat on your body because when you do very long endurance sports, um, when your body switches, and I'll talk about energy systems in, in a future podcast, but when you switch from the carbohydrate to fat consumption, the fat is what's going to give you more energy. If you're very lean, don't have a lot of fat, then once you run out of carbs, your body's gonna switch to muscle, which is catabolism, which will make you smaller, which is typically probably why you see endurance runners, very long endurance runners, we're talking marathons, you know, uh, Ironmans, whatever, they're typically very lean, all right? Typically really pretty skinny, so enough of that. Anyway, so again, um, when the body burns or metabolizes fat, you get nine calories out of that. So it's the dense of the macro uh, of the macronutrients or the macros. So if you didn't know, macros are called macronutrients. Then you have micronutrients, which are things like uh, iron, potassium, sodium, vitamin A, vitamin B, etc. And we'll talk about multivitamins in another day. And so what happens is, you know, I talked about how triglycerides are formed, right? It's pretty much three fatty acids um, combined with the glycerol and triesters. Um, the fat, the body actually breaks that down in the reverse way. It breaks it down to glycerol and fatty acids. Now, glycerol can be converted to glucose by the liver, 
and it becomes a source of energy. All right. Also, like I mentioned earlier, fats also are sources of essential fatty acids. So, um, you know, for those that take in fish, uh, you'll, you'll, get, you'll see a lot of those essential fatty acids or people that take fish oil, CLA. CLA is a little bit different. We'll talk about that later. Um, but ALA and stuff like that, even things such as DHA as well. Um, so one one thing that I don't think people really keep in mind is that, so when you talk about, we can talk a little bit about multivitamins now. You have your vitamins and your minerals, all right? Your minerals are water-soluble. Your vitamins are fat-soluble. So vitamins A, D, E, and K, for example, are fat-soluble. What that means is they can only be digested, absorbed, and transported when they're in the presence of fats. So one thing I don't think very few people talk about is if you take a multivitamin, timing is important. There's a reason why you want to take a multivitamin after a balanced meal. And when we say balanced, I'll talk about that in meal planning. Uh, a meal that has a good ratio of fats, uh, carbs, and um, protein. And again, if you take them and assuming that you drink something, some liquid with your food, that's the perfect time to take that multivitamin because now you have the fats that can dissolve the vitamins and you have the water that can dissolve the minerals and your body can absorb all of it at once. All right. Uh, fats also play a lot of other roles as well. Um, they help maintain healthy skin and hair. They insulate the, um, your organs from shock. Um, also help your body maintain uh, body temperature and they promote healthy cell function as well. And one thing I thought was interesting is that um, in, in some of the things that I've read, um, some people have determined via research that fat uh, serves as a useful buffer against numerous diseases. So we'll give you a good example that I found. So uh, when a particular substance, whether it's a chemical or a biotic, when it reaches unsafe levels in your body, your body can effectively dilute it or try to remove it from the bloodstream by storing it in fat tissue. And what this does is it helps protect, you know, those chemicals or whatever from reaching your vital organs, your vital organs. And your body will hold on to that, those, those compounds in the fat tissue until they can be metabolized or removed through the body, such, you know, um, urination, excretion, blood clotting, sebum extraction, hair growth, or whatever. Which I don't think most people knew that, and I didn't either until I read it. So I thought I thought that was pretty cool, um, where your your fat in your body can actually serve as a a sink, pretty much, to absorb harmful things um, until your body can get rid of it. And like I mentioned earlier, also it helps um, cushion major organs and acts as thermal insulators. Um, so you know when you get very cold, you know they talk about you know, the blood leaves the extremities to go into the center of your body to keep that body, uh, heart, brain, stuff like that warm. But if you have a healthy, well, quotation marks, that healthy amount of fat in your body, um, that fat can help serve as a thermal insulator for when you're extremely cold. And um, this one's kind of short. Fats aren't that complicated, but um, just to kind of wrap up, as I mentioned above, uh, fats are vital and you need them to live. I mean, you look at something like the brain, the brain is mostly um, high, very high percentage uh, is, you know, is fat. Um, and so when you, when you talk about fats, they're not bad, right? When you consider certain places of the body that are composed entirely of fat, more importantly, the brain, 
um, fat intake should be incorporated or factored into your diet. Um, so I'll give you a good one. You look at bodybuilders are very low body fat percentage. Um, that's actually quite dangerous. And there's a reason why when you see bodybuilders on stage, there's a reason why they don't look like that year round, right? They, they typically diet down, diet down. They'll take diuretics, bam, I'll get on stage, look amazing. And it was the first thing they do when they get off stage. They eat like crazy. Uh, you hear the bodybuilders like, hey, I'll eat two burgers, three burgers right when I get off stage to kind of get that back in. Also, um, one thing you don't hear, hear people talk about, a lot of the hormones of the body are, are derived from fat molecules. Um, so if you, what you'll find is that if you go on a very low fat diet for long periods of time, you start having hormonal issues. Uh, it may be moody, things like that. So um, if you're cycling your, your diets, which I highly suggest, um, low fat is, is, is good for a certain amount of time. I'll make sure you cycle back um, where you, you know, increase that fat uh, intake. Because, um, again, you don't want the hormonal issues that come along with that. So, again, unsaturated fats, um, they're the healthiest types of fats, and they should really be sought after when you're doing a diet plan. So if you set a certain fat goal for your day, you want that fat to be mainly uh, unsaturated, right? Not trans and not saturated because those are bad. Trans fat being the worst um and especially for someone who's trying to lose body fat um and so just to keep this in mind there's a balance so if you're trying to lose body fat you can't cut your fat consumption to zero uh that would be awful but whatever fat that you're taking in you want to make sure that most of it that is mainly healthy so one of the diet plans I'm on now is 40-40-20. So 40% carbs, 40% protein, 20% fat. That fat that I'm taking in is going to be healthy fat, whether it's from nuts, um, olive oil, avocado oil, uh, fish oil, uh, or fish itself. All right. Because some of the other foods I eat, like the chicken and beef, it do have saturated fat, but it's typically very low. They'll have, and I'm eating lean meats, so they'll have like one or two grams of fat and it's mainly saturated. But I eat a lot of nuts. And uh, I do incorporate salmon at least twice a week in my diet. So, um, essentially, to put it like this, um, when you look at trans and saturated fats, be because they're hard to break down, they're easily stored. So, simply put, too much trans fat, saturated fat intake, because the body can't break it down readily, it's just going to store it. If that makes sense so that's why we want unsaturated fat so you know you're taking fat into your diet your body can still metabolize it some other research that i found as well is that there was uh, numerous groups that did studies of things such as trans fat um and uh, saturated fat levels in fast food and so th this this was interesting because what you would think is that okay if i get if I get chicken from a fast food restaurant versus chicken that I, that I make on my own, you would assume that they would have the same um, macros in them, but they don't because the chicken that you get in fast food, we know you don't know what's in it. And so um, that that is one reason where it's, it's really hard to say I'm going to eat clean, but I'm going to do it on fast food 
because even though they, they, they may sell chicken, they may sell beef, um, you don't know what those fat levels are because what the research shows is that at a, at a fast food restaurant, those fat levels are high. My, I'm assuming that's from taste because if you ever had a good steak, there's a difference between like a ribeye and a, and a sirloin. Ribeye got some fat in there and it's nice and juicy when you cook it. Whereas the sirloin, sirloin, which doesn't really have much fat in it at all, it's still good. It's just not, it don't have that same juiciness to it. So um, that's where, you know, when you're when you're doing your diet plan, you're accounting for fats. Again, we want to make sure that it's mainly unsaturated, all right? So overall, what we get, fats aren't bad, only certain types are bad, right? Those saturated and those trans fats, we want to stay away from them. And we really want to stick to our unsaturated fats, all right? So I want to thank you for hanging out with me. Next podcast, we're going to get into carbs. We'll round out the uh, the macros or macronutrients. And then we'll get into meal planning, how to build one, and some of the things that I personally will look for or that I would suggest to people that are building one. Thank you for your time today. Y'all take it easy. <laughs>